Right. Well, uh, thank you very much, and uh, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Apparently, don't touch the mic. But thank you all for coming. Um, I'm here uh, uh, joined uh, by members, uh, actually, from the Calgary Police Service. Uh, we have with, uh, with us a Inspector uh, Bobrovich. Uh, he is uh, of Alert, and he's actually uh, an inspector in the Calgary Police Service, uh, but he's with Alert's uh, Calgary Hub. And we also have uh, Acting Deputy Chief uh, Daly. He's uh, with the Calgary Police Services Bureau of Investigative Services. So thank you very much, gentlemen, for being here uh, today. I know they're going to say a few words. Um, you know, Alberta's government uh, has a responsibility to ensure the safety and well-being of all Albertans. And uh, we've been working hard to find effective new solutions to some very complex issues that we're facing uh, right here in Calgary. Albertans have a right to feel safe. They have a right to feel secure in the community that they choose to call home. And when they don't, our government has a duty to do something about it. This brings me to the reason that why we are here today. To announce a response to the troubling increase in violence in Calgary. The rapid rise of fentanyl in our city has made the gangs rich and our streets more dangerous. Last year, there were 126 shootings in Calgary, a 30% increase from 2021, and the most in the city since 2015. This is unacceptable, and we're going to take action. Alberta's government is putting gang members on notice. Gangsters who traffic fentanyl, who destroy lives and prey on vulnerable people, will not be tolerated in Calgary any longer. To stop this, in Budget 2023, we're investing $4.4 million to establish a gang suppression unit and a firearms investigative unit that will be part of the Alberta Law Enforcement Response Team, better known as ALERT. Teams deployed in Calgary will work with the Calgary Police Service and its firearms lab, the RCMP, uh, the Provincial Firearms Lab, to investigate gun-related violence. The Gang Suppression Unit will work to respond to gang and firearms violence uh, to prevent, uh, prevent it, of course, when possible. The GSU will use intelligence to proactively identify the risk to individuals and stop gun crime before it starts. Underlying all of this is the drug fentanyl that has flooded our streets. The fentanyl crisis has touched the lives of everyone in the city and we can no longer allow criminals to profit off the destruction of people's lives. The tearing apart of families, the crushing impact of this drug on our communities. Gun violence uh, goes hand in hand with organized crime and gang activity. There is always a danger to innocent bystanders when our public spaces are disrupted by violence. I know this, and Calgarians know this. This is terrible cost of gun We all know the terrible cost of gun violence all too well. Last month, we saw a multitude of gang-related shootings, including in the neighborhood of Temple. In that case, at least one of the stray bullets struck a nearby family's home. It ricocheted around their kitchen and in the living room before landing on a couch. It is only by the grace of God that nobody was killed. I have said this before. You have a right to ride our transit system without fear. You have a right to walk down the streets without fear. Our children also have a right to feel safe in their homes. 
No child should have to be afraid of stray bullets coming into their homes. No parent should be afraid to let their children play outside. When criminals put the lives of bystanders in danger, we cannot leave the safety of law-abiding Albertans to chance. The time to take action is now. With these new units, we are enlisting an organization that has a proven track record against gun and gang-related crime. Since it was established by Alberta's government in 2006, ALERT has been uh, a relentless force in the effort to investigate and disrupt, dismantle, organized crime. Over the years, ALERT investigators have arrested more than 11,500 offenders. They've laid more than 35,000 charges. A big reason ALERT has been so effective is its intelligence-led approach to serious and organized crime. Illegal firearms are often smuggled across the borders, and criminal gangs operate across all kinds of jurisdictional lines. So it makes sense to target these activities with law enforcement organizations that have a similar reach. So thanks to its partnership within Alberta and beyond, ALERT is able to do that. This last point touches on a big factor in ALERT's success, and it's the strength of its partnerships. In addition to the Calgary Police Service and the RCMP, these units will work with the Criminal Intelligence Service of Alberta, which shares information about serious and organized crime and uh, provides analysis about emerging trends to alerts policing uh, partners in Alberta and other jurisdictions. This investment in alerts will bring uh, some of the province's most sophisticated and specialized resources to bear on gun and gang-related crime. Illegal gun violence possesses an unacceptable risk to public safety. With these investigative teams, we're taking action to protect law-abiding Albertans, invest in new tools to stop the proliferation of fentanyl, to identify criminal, uh, criminals responsible, and to keep them off of our streets. These teams will work tirelessly to make Calgary safer, but without serious bail reform, it will not be enough. We cannot continue to see violent and dangerous offenders arrested in the morning and then released later on in the afternoon. These offenders are well known to law enforcement and many are out on release when they commit these crimes. That is why I am heading to Ottawa tomorrow with Minister Shandro to demand that the feds take public safety seriously. All provinces, let me say this again, all provinces are speaking with one voice on this issue. Bail is a national issue, and we need to see immediate changes to fix this broken system. So I'd like to thank you all for taking the time to uh, listen to me and make this announcement today. I'm now going to introduce uh, Acting Deputy Chief uh, Daly to the podium. Thank you, Minister. Uh, thank you, everyone, for coming and providing us this opportunity to speak and uh, share on this good news today. Over the past few years, we have seen a significant shift in gun violence and organized crime occurring in our city and across North America. Not only have the crimes changed, but our offenders have also evolved drastically. We are now seeing offenders of all crime types carrying firearms and putting the lives of Calgarians in danger. Last year, we seized 517 crime guns that were seized during all types of investigations here in Calgary from traffic stops and property crime offences to drug investigations, homicides and high-level organized crime. 
The increased prevalence of firearms that we are seeing creates significant risk to those involved in crime, to their friends and family, to our police officers, and anyone in close, close proximity, um, including our citizens here in Calgary. Approximately 25% of the shootings that occur here in Calgary right now can be linked to organized crime, while the remaining 75% of shootings and some under investigation are also primarily targeted offenses, this does not diminish the significant risk to our citizens here in Calgary. In the past several years, our entire service has worked hard to address the concerning trend and to ensure that offenders who are charged with firearms offenses are indeed held accountable. This work has included reorganizing our internal resources to better align our intelligence and our investigative units for incre increased coordination. We have also bolstered our offender management abilities and activities to continue to identify, target, and monitor high-risk and prolific offenders who have a history of gun violence in our community. Through engagement, suppression, and enforcement, we work alongside our patrol officers to ensure that these individuals do not continue to cause harm in our community. Last year, our violent crime suppression team, along with our patrol officers, in combination, working together, conducted 2,476 checks on offenders identified as being connected to organized crime in our city. These efforts directly resulted in the arrest of offenders responsible for violence in our city, including in relation to a shooting that happened in broad daylight at a busy grocery store parking lot and the arrest of two organized crime offenders who were carrying loaded firearms while inside that store just prior to Christmas. The addition of these resources has been hugely beneficial in helping us to address gun violence in Calgary, and as a result, in November, we began to uh, we began seeing a reduction of the pace of shootings in Calgary. And as of today, or in 2023, we're down 38% when compared to last year at this date. We hope to continue on that trend with the opportunities brought forward today. We welcome this opportunity for additional coordination with ALERT to continue to maximize our efforts to address all aspects of gun violence and keep Calgarians safe. We also thank our community and government partners who have helped us to bolster our resources in recent years. Through a collaborative approach, we can continue to expand our focus and target these offenders involved in gun violence, both within Calgary and beyond our city limits with our partners. Thanks for the opportunity to speak here today. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is Jason Bobberwich. I'm an inspector with the Calgary Police Service and I oversee ALERT's organized crime teams in Calgary. Thank you, Mr. Ellis. Thank you, Deputy Chief Daly. Thank you, guests who are here today. I'll start off with saying that no community should live in fear of gangs and firearms-related violence. Today's funding announcement bolsters ALERT's ability to work in tandem with our policing partners to investigate and prevent gang and firearms-related violence not only in Calgary, but also in the surrounding areas. ALERT has a long history, a legacy of dismantling organized crime and keeping Albertan communities safe. Since being created by the provincial government in 2006, as mentioned by Minister Ellis, ALERT teams have made nearly 12,000 arrests, seized almost $1 billion worth of drugs, and taken nearly 2,000 firearms off the streets in Alberta. Just in the past year, our teams have realized several record drug seizures in the Calgary area. This success is attributed to ALERT's integrated model, which brings together the best and most sophisticated policing resources from across the province. Through integration, working together, 
we will be able to share criminal intelligence on gun crimes, gang violence, and leverage firearms forensics in a timely manner to funnel it all into developing robust enforcement strategies. These new teams are tailor-made to provide a swift strike to gangs and organized crime by combining the best resources available to successfully achieve results in investigations. We will be relentless in targeting those who threaten our public safety and our community well-being. This is truly a multifaceted approach. It's streamlined under alerts operating model. It is a made in Alberta solution that is set up for success. In closing, I want to reiterate alerts thanks to our partner agencies and to the Alberta government. Thank you. Thank you very much. We now have time for some questions. I'll start with you, Minister. Uh, how, how much, I'm sorry if you put this out there and I didn't hear you, but uh, how many dollars are we talking about here for these two units and how does that, how, how is that structured over what time period and what have you? Uh, well, it's going to be $4.4 million. It's going to be out of uh, this year's uh, budget. Uh, regarding the breakdown, certainly we can ask the officers behind me uh, or certainly we can get you the answer to that as to how specifically it will be, be uh, broken up, but $4.4 million. Uh, the second one would be for uh, probably CPS, although possibly alert. I'm not sure who wants to take this. Um, but uh, what is this? How is this different from your previous like, gang suppression unit? Your, how is this different from what you've already got um, for, for some of these specialized units and some of these specialized enforcement tasks? Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for the question. And, and it is a great question. Sorry, I'm realizing I missed a page in my notes here. But uh, um, how is it different? It's an addition and it's an evolution. I think what we have to concentrate on is that crime trends have evolved significantly along with the prevalence of handguns. Um, it's not a Calgary unique problem, uh, but it's one that we have to concentrate on here in Calgary. So as quickly as our offenders and organized criminals here in Calgary and across the country in North America uh, move to acquire handguns in the many different ways that they do, um, we need to respond. Um, several years ago, as many Calgarians will recall, uh, gang violence increased significantly with factioning groups. The traditional organized crime models that we've seen in the past are much more fluid nowadays, and uh, law enforcement needs to be fluid with that. With the integrated model through ALERT and the system that Inspector Barbwich uh, spoke about being set up uh, through success and in the intelligence sharing, having a Calgary-specific violent crime suppression team or gang suppression teams as it used to be called here, and along with the ALERT model and the sharing of intelligence, it will be an addition uh, to the resources and the efforts that we have here to be able to reach out across um, those border lines with our rural and uh, major centre partners and work in alignment sharing that intelligence to combat those offenders who don't respect those same jurisdictions as we may. Um, so again, it'll be in addition to those resources and we welcome uh, any, any bolstering to that that we can evolve and broaden our, our response to that crime. Hopefully that answered it. Jason? It's a very good question, and what I will say from an alert perspective is that uh, the alert model and successes that have been gained thrive on this integration, that the ability to leverage support from all of the agencies, whether they be municipal or federal agencies, that we maximize that potential. Really what we're doing is, was, is focusing our spotlight on gun violence and gang violence. That, that ability in itself should make those who are intent on conducting gang violence and gun violence extremely afraid of law enforcement. Anyone else in the room? Uh, 
actually just want to ask you about uh, this trip to Ottawa. Yeah, sure. you, you mentioned some of the sort of revolving door things that we've seen in Calgary in terms of people getting picked up, arrested, let go, rearrested. Meanwhile, violence um, perpetrates. When you go to Ottawa, will you specifically be speaking about bail reform or will you, will you be looking at parole reform as part of that conversation as well? I mean, just, just this week we had... Uh, you know, charge of second-degree murder for a man who already served uh, a manslaughter sentence. Right. So uh, I'll just say that, uh, you know, what, what we're experiencing here in Alberta is what we're experiencing, or what we've been told that others are experiencing everywhere in Canada right now. Um, uh, we are going to be talking specifically about the bail reform. Uh, that's really the objective of this meeting. It's going to be on Friday. And... Just to follow up, if I can, uh, for you as well, yeah. you started out as a police officer with Calgary Police Service. Uh, it must have been frustrating in your own career to, you know, the revolving door system of keeping p picking up the same criminals. Um, does that motivate you now in your government role to try and stop that revolving door, I guess? So one thing I've learned is that there is no single silver bullet solution to very, very complex problems. Um, and this, this part of the justice system is no different, right? I mean, it's always easy to look at the guys in the uniforms and say, you know, hey, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? But there are some multiple different facets to this. The Crown has a role to play. Obviously, the judges have a role to play. Um, and the federal government has a role to play in this too, right? Because they're the ones that, you know, insert or remove sections of the criminal code, for example. And, uh, and this is why Minister Chandra and I are going out there. Uh, it has been identified that there is a specific bill, which is Bill C-75, um, that is, again, that has uh, affected the um, uh, bail system uh, in, in Canada. Um, this is something that I said in my remarks. This is why that we are very united as um, as provinces to see if that we can find some solution to really, to your point, kind of stop that revolving door justice system. But let me just be very clear on this. Uh, that is one component of it. To say that if we are successful and we do resolve that, that doesn't mean that every part of the justice system that I previously mentioned doesn't have a role to play in that. Okay, uh, we're going to go to the phone lines now. Before asking your question, please state your name and the organization you represent. Operator, can you put through the first caller? Thank you, Alana Smith, Globe and Mail. Oh, hi there. Thanks for taking my question. Uh, my question is for the minister. A bit off topic for you, but uh, the government said it would hire between 235 and 245 new sheriffs. So this would increase the number of full-time sheriff positions by about 25%. So that's pretty significant in terms of a hiring spree for any department. So I'm wondering, how is this not an alternative way of building a provincial police service, especially as the government is in the middle of a pilot project, expanding sheriff's roles as they're paired with beat cops in Calgary and Edmonton? I apologize, Alana. It was tough for me to hear your question. I, I think you were talking about a provincial police service. Uh, really, the position has not uh, changed. Uh, there is uh, there's no decision that has been made regarding a provincial police service. Um, all the options that are available. We're consulting with municipalities. Um, in fact, it's really about empowering those municipalities. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've, we've probably talked to, um, I think they've reached out to my office already, at least a dozen uh, municipalities that are, are interested in 
something that is an alternative to what they got. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean Alberta Police Service. Again, I'll, uh, I'll stress this, 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 there is no decision that has been made on this. Uh, but I will just say this uh, as well. Um, we have to explore that, that as one of the options, no different than British Columbia, Saskatchewan, New Brunswick, and Nova Scotia are currently doing at this time. Operator, can you put through the next caller? Oh, sorry, can I have a follow-up? Hello? Can you hear me? Okay. We can hear you. So sorry. I'm stuck in the basement, and maybe that's why the signal sucks so much. Um, my second question was just... Um, for the first one, is this just not basically a backdoor police force? But the second one is of these hiring sheriffs. What will they be assigned to do? It's, it's, it's uh, I, I, I reject that. It's not a backdoor police service. Um, under the current model, uh, we are trying to supplement the supports uh, for uh, the current uh, deployment model uh, for the RCMP uh, right now. Uh, we're already currently doing that. Uh, the sheriffs uh, handle impaired driving uh, calls, uh, again, trying to alleviate, alleviate some of the support uh, and stress that they have been having out in the field right now. Um, I will say this, I've said this uh, again, uh, it is, um, I do not care what uniform somebody is wearing. When somebody calls 911, I have an expectation uh, regarding public safety that an officer shows up. So. If that is an RCMP officer, that's wonderful. If it is, uh, if it is a uh, sheriff that shows up, um, that is also acceptable to me as well. Thank you. Operator, please put through the next caller. Thank you, Adam Toy, Global News. Thanks so much for taking my question. Uh, first question, uh, anytime you speak to the CPS, they often uh, point to the social supports and programs that are designed to do stuff like divert youth from gang life. I'm wondering if there's anything in the budget for that sort of social support program to help with uh, the gang and gun uh, violence problem that uh, Albertan cities are seeing. Well, I mean, I know these gentlemen would know as well as, as I do. Um, you know, one of the things we talked about in the Calgary Police Service was education, prevention and intervention. And I can tell you that that is part of the importance of having law enforcement uh, in the school systems. Um, it's not about putting handcuffs on children. It is about ensuring that uh, the law enforcement are a role model for those kids. When those kids are facing uh, challenges, challenges uh, in life, um, that police officer in those schools, especially here in Calgary, have been fantastic in helping them, helping families, direct them to resources, and making sure that they can, um, um, you know, uh, live on and live better and healthier lives. Um, I will tell you, and sorry, now you're making me reflect back on my previous portfolio. Uh, we did expand, uh, maybe, sorry, I'm going to ask Corey to help me out here. Um, there, is a, there is a school in East Calgary. That, uh, do you remember what it's called? 
Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to put uh, the deputy chief on, on the line there. I'll just say this. Uh, we, have, uh, we have expanded some of the supports to make sure that resources are available in the schools. It's not directly under the Ministry of Public Safety's budget, but it is certainly in mental health and addictions when I was there, uh, we wanted to make sure that uh, kids had uh, you know, every, every avenue possible to make sure that they had uh, role models, that they had resources to make sure that they uh, do not fall into gang life, which is uh, you know, one thing that we used to say in the Calgary Police Service. Uh, again, these guys can speak to it better than I can. Um, if, the, if the police officer isn't there, um, the gang member is, and uh, we want to eliminate that risk. Um, did you say that you had a follow-up? Uh, yes, thank you. Um, uh, at the beginning of your uh, comments, uh, Minister, you said that uh, every citizen has the right to feel safe uh, in our province. I'm wondering uh, if the province is looking at doing anything regarding uh, some of the safety of uh, especially Calgary, but also Edmonton has a problem with this. Their LGBT community and some of the protests uh, targeting some of the events that feature members from those communities. What is the province doing uh, around uh, their safety. Yeah. Well, safety of safety of all Albertans are what we what we care about, and uh, um, you know everybody has a right to freedom of assembly. Everybody has um, you know a right to um, make sure that they are in a safe and inclusive environment. So, um, and I apologize, it was tough hearing uh, the entirety of your question. But uh, as far as an operational. Uh, question. I mean, certainly that's something we can pass on to the members of the, the Calgary Police Service. But, you know, this is why we, we make sure that the federal government, provincial government, municipal governments, uh, that they, you know, are actively making sure that they have the appropriate laws that are in place to protect people's rights. And uh, our friends in the LGBT community, um, they have a right to, to uh, get together. They have a right to uh, freedom of assembly. And I certainly respect that right. Thank you, everyone. That's all the time we have for today.